and welcome back to Out of Our Own End Zone. On today's episode, we have the host of At The One NFL Podcast, and he's also the host of Nothing But The NBA Podcast. We had, on, uh, we had him on last episode to talk about the NBA. Today, we're talking about the New York Giants um, past season and what he thinks is going to happen uh, next season. So, uh, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. It's, uh, you know, two time is uh, it's pretty nice. So, thank you again for having me. What are your initial thoughts, uh, I guess, on the Giants currently and what they did uh, last year? Yeah, so I'm a Giants fan. Uh, I think that this year they actually improved on the offense, which I thought was kind of lackluster last year. And I think the fact that they went for more offensive weapons and Kenny Galladay and uh, even drafting in in the draft and going with um, – Kadarius Tony, I thought that was you know two two great pickups, and it's going to really help out uh, Danny Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, and I, I just I think it's it's awesome. So uh, last year we know that the NFC East was pretty weak, and I think that the fact that majority of the teams are getting either key pay, pieces back from injury or just really just you know added more pieces that are going to help out you know both offense and defense. So I think it's. Uh, I think the Giants really improved. And last year it was, you know, they played kind of better than expectations, but I think it's, you know, next year is going to be a year for them. Yeah, I thought last year would be a really good year for them, but then uh, Barkley went out. So they kind of rightfully, like, tanked a bit. But Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they're getting key pieces back. Like, yeah. the Giants are getting Saquon back, plus better offense in Kenny Galladay and uh, Tony. The Giants, uh, the Giants, excuse me, the Cowboys are getting – Dak Prescott back, um, you know, the Eagles got rid of Carson Wentz. So, I mean, a lot of huge pieces are coming back in for uh, the NFC East teams. Your thoughts on Daniel Jones uh, in the NFL so far, and what do you expect out of him this year? Well, this is his, this is his year. Um, if he doesn't prove himself, then he's out, I, I would believe. I would say that, you know, with the pieces that they got, there's no excuses. You could make a case for the last couple of seasons that, you know, he didn't really have a lot of pieces. Saquon has been kind of underperforming in a way. And, uh, you know, other pieces just haven't really been the best. I mean, he lost, he didn't never had Odell Beckham. He never had uh, those great wide receivers. So this is really the test for him this upcoming season. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. I like Daniel Jones a lot. Uh, he, he always stays in like, he stays in, he keeps like locked in on the play, like he doesn't panic, which is good and bad because uh, sometimes he doesn't notice the rush. And he, but um, I always liked him. One of the reasons was just because I thought uh, he would be better than Dwayne Haskins. But uh, I guess now I want Dwayne Haskins to be good because he's on the Steelers. But well, one thing that I was kind of shocked about was that the Giants took him so early. I mean, they really could have taken him. Later on in the draft, they took him in the sixth or the first round, six overall, where I think they could have taken him like 26 because they had like three draft picks that season in the first round. And I think the fact that they took Daniel Jones with the sixth overall pick was kind of like a huge question mark within like the fan base and stuff because we could have gotten a great defensive player and then we could have taken Daniel Jones later on in that in the draft. So I think just taking him sixth overall, like really kind of put a lot of pressure on him to do well. And also, I mean, the Giants had a pretty good quarterback in Eli Manning at the time. 
So there's a lot of like question marks going on. Obviously, you know, Eli was getting old. They needed a quarterback and we all knew they were going quarterback, but Daniel Jones, I mean, looked good in the first preseason has kind of taken step backs, but he needs to really just work on the turnovers, stop fumbling the, the football. Yeah, I think, I think this year um, could be a breakout year for him. I hope so. I really do. Moving on to the star of the Giants, um, Saquon Barkley. What are your thoughts on Barkley so far? Uh, uh, I don't know. It depends on the year, to be honest with you. Um, some years he looks like he can be a terrific running back, and then other years he just, you know, I mean, really was scary the first overall first game of the season last year where he put up little yards and really did not contribute at all. And then the second game of the season, he got hurt. So Saquon to me has kind of been a little bit of a bust. I mean, when he came into the NFL, everybody thought that he was going to be this, this guy that was going to be, you know, the, the next uh, Lawrence, not Lawrence Taylor, excuse me. Um, the next uh, big running back. I'm trying to think of a running back right now, next Ladanian Tomlinson. And he just never really panned out. I mean, a guy that's getting taken second overall, you have a high ceiling and you have high expectations, but I don't really think he's, he's panned out as much. So we'll see. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he bounces back from his knee injury and is going to be dominant. I feel like he would have panned out or not even like he really hasn't, but like, I feel like he'd be really good if he didn't have so many injury problems, but that's unfortunate. I mean, it's also a running back. So running backs have a lot of questions. Is he going to be, you know, are they going to be giving him a long-term contract? Is he, I mean, running backs really don't last in the NFL. I mean, look at Todd Gurley. Guys bounced around the league the past couple of seasons. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, yeah. I mean, these guys have like one or two good seasons and then they're like, boom, they're journeymen. They're going all around the league. So I'm hoping that for Saquon, he has a good season this year and then we'll get a contract. So, but we'll see. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a long off season. There's a lot of time for him to rest up and, you know, become healthy again. So we'll definitely see. The receivers, um, they definitely did a lot to improve their receiving core from this past year. They have guys like Darius Slayton, Sherling Shepard. They got John Ross from the Bengals. And then one of their bigger signings, they got, uh, Kenny Dalladay from the Giants, and then, like we said, they drafted Kadarius Tony in the for their first pick. What are your thoughts about this new uh, receiving core? Well, one guy, and I would say two guys you didn't mention, are also tight end guys. I mean, they have Evan Ingram, and they also have uh, Kyle Rudolph, who I thought was a huge addition to that team. I mean, not only is Kyle Rudolph a great pass receiver, but he's also a great blocker. So that should give up some more holes for um, – Saquon Barkley to you know run through so I'm, I'm excited for it I think that uh, Kenny Galladay is a huge addition to this team I think that he's going to be a 1,000 yard receiver I've always been a fan of Darius Slayton I think that he's been it's kind of unfair for him because some would argue that Sterling Shepard in years past would be the number one receiver but I always thought Darius Slayton was but he was kind of playing out of position I thought it was a number two at heart so now this gives him an opportunity to show that he can be what he can do and Darius Slayton. So I, I like the, the fact that we have, you know, Kenny Galladay as our number one, probably Shepard as our number two, Darius Slayton as our three, and then um, 
Shepard would be probably the slot receiver. And then we also have a rookie in Kadarius Tony. So, I mean, this, this offense is going to be phenomenal. And I, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm, I really want football season to start like next week. <laughs> All right. We already mentioned Evan Ingram. What are your thoughts on uh, – this was a bit of a news story for like a couple of days. Uh, Calvin Benjamin switching to tight end and trying to get his career going again. You know, it's kind of like the Tim Tebow um, shenanigans that are happening in, in Jacksonville, but I, I like it if it's going to pan out. I mean, he's always been a big re- receiver and kind of borderline tight end. And I think the, the one thing that's kind of hurt him is just, you know, consistency and not being injured. I actually love the, the signing. I'm hoping that it's going to pan out. I've always been a big Kelvin Benjamin fan. I actually have his Jersey from uh, Carolina. So I'm hoping that it pans out and, uh, just, I mean, it, it's exciting. I, I really am excited to see it, and I'm hoping it works out. All right. Over the past, at least last draft, they drafted Andrew Thomas and Matt Pert pretty uh, high in the draft. Uh, what are your thoughts on the current state of the Giants' O-line? Well, that's the biggest question mark, I would say, going into the season, that and probably a defensive line. Um, both, the, both lines for the Giants are kind of question marks. I would say – that it all depends on how, you know, some of these guys do it. You mentioned Andrew Thomas, how much he develops. Last year started off kind of rough and then finished the season pretty strong. And the other things that we have question marks for are just like in general, like what other guy is going to step up? I mean, we don't really have great depth at the position. So, I mean, a lot of people just have to step up on that line and, you know, block for Daniel Jones, who, especially the blind side. I mean, Daniel Jones has a lot of tendencies to fumble the football. So I'm hoping that this season he can improve on that and the offensive line really needs to help him out with that as well. This um, later in the year um, definitely turned out to be one of the strong points of the team. What are your current st- uh, thoughts on the Giants' defense as uh, right now? Well, without the defense last year, I mean, they definitely would not have been in a playoff run. So I think the fact that what we're getting out of some of the secondary uh, is just is unbelievable. I mean, Jabril Peppers, I, uh, I argue with my, my friend um, who is also a Giants fan. He's also the, uh, the co-host of At The One NFL podcast. And uh, he was a huge, I mean, I'm a huge, we're both huge Odell Beckham Jr. fans. And we would go at it all the time saying like, he would say like Odell, like why would we ever get rid of him? He he was a franchise. He was the best receiver in the league. Like why? I'm like we won that trade. We got Jabril Peppers. We got some draft picks. I mean, say no more. I mean Jabril Peppers has been probably the MVP on that defense. Him and uh, I would say um, uh, the guy from uh, I can't think of his name right now. Excuse me, um, Logan Ryan. Him and uh, Logan Ryan were just unbelievable a season ago. So it's uh, good to see. Yeah, I definitely think they won that uh, Odell trade in the end. What do you think the most improved player on the team um, for this upcoming season will be? Oh, this is a tough question. Um, you want most improved or comeback player? I mean, I know there's a big difference in that. Either or is fine. Well, my comeback player, but uh, my comeback uh, comeback player is definitely Saquon Barkley, and I would say it's got to be him just because of what he can do. 
is, uh, I mean, he can just come back and do well. So I, I'm really expecting him to become a, a thousand yard rusher. And I would say most improved player would uh, probably be player from our draft pick last year in Xavier McKinney. I think Xavier McKinney is a guy that didn't really get a lot of playing time due to injury and just not really, you know, playing the position because he was the backup. But I think Xavier McKinney is definitely the guy that's going to be the most improved player. So excuse me for that noise too. Who do you think the uh, most overrated player on the team currently is? Saquon. I mean, that doesn't make any sense being most improved and being the most overrated player, but Saquon definitely is. I mean, he really hasn't done anything for the team, but I expect big things out of him this season, but I do think he's a little overrated as well. Who do you think the most underrated player is? This is a tough question. Um, underrated, I would definitely probably go with... Um, now we'll look through the um, Giants schedule, and I want, want to get your thoughts week by week. Uh what games do you think they'll win and lose? And then at the end, I'll ask your final schedule uh, or final like record predictions. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll start off with the first week at 425 against Denver, which is a home game. What are your thoughts on Denver the first week? That's a great way to start the season. I, I think that it definitely needs to – I think it's going to lead to a victory. Denver is a team that doesn't really have a quarterback – known yet it's between Teddy Bridgewater and uh, Drew Locke but I think the fact that the offense and defense of the Giants is just as I said it's impeccable so I think that Giants take that game easily yeah I have that one as a dub next we've got the Thursday night game at Washington that's a tough one Um, any game that's the NFC East and division this year I would say is a toss-up I mean Washington doesn't really have a quarterback um, that I think is, is, is great. I think that the Giants are going to take that one as well. But the defense of, of the football team is, is amazing. So I'll, I'll give the Giants a 2-0 um, season. All right, that's a tough one. I always, for safety, just go split in the division. So I'd say they lose to Washington, but that'll be a close game. All right, so you have them 1-1, one one, I have them 2-0. Okay. So. We'll see. Versus Atlanta week three. Versus Atlanta. So it's a home game. Yes. Um, yes. Again, I Julio Jones is the big question mark of this 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 uh football season. And I think the fact that you have an aging Matt Ryan, you have it's really a banged up defense, nobody really impressive on the defensive end. Giants have to get that win. You you swung me with that one. I was gonna say lost, but your your analysis has has led me to pick uh, Giants winning in that one. So. <laughs> Moving on to week four at New Orleans. Now this is one of the toughest ones because you don't know who their quarterback is. Is it Teddy? Not Teddy Bridgewater. Is it uh, Jameis Winston, famous Jameis, or is it um, Taysom Hill? I I, I don't know. Um, right now I would say, I would say actually uh, being at new Orleans, I will not be biased and I will give them a loss, uh, just because that's a tough place to play. Yeah. Uh, that would probably basically factor into my decision. If it was a home game, uh, I might 
say Giants win, but this will be one where you you'll have to really see what happens in the first three weeks to see if the Saints are actually any good or not. But um, so for now, I'll say Saints win as well. Moving on, week five at Dallas. At Dallas, um, it's it's still pretty early because uh, you don't really know what you're going to get out of Dak Prescott this year. You don't know if he's going to be you know, kind of scared in the pocket because of that leg injury or if he's just going to come out firing. So it's it's still early in the season. I'm going to go – I actually wrote down a loss for me. Uh, I'm going to switch it, actually, and I'm going to go a win just because of Zeke, most overrated football player in uh, all of football. And uh, I think Dak Prescott isn't going to come out as hot. So I'm going to go a win for the New York Giants. I don't like Zeke either. The only reason I'm a big Cowboys guy is because of Dak. So I think I will go. It's hard to pick this because I don't want to go two losses in a row, but I think I'm going to go two losses in a row. I would say loss to Dallas. Um, And then with the next game, which is, Los Angeles, I'd also say a loss because they're really good. But what are your thoughts about week six, six Los Angeles? Yeah, that's a loss for sure. Uh, I mean, this is the game that Daniel Jones might be benched because he, he's got to go up against Aaron Donald. So probably five fumbles from him and also Jalen Ramsey. So probably three interceptions as well. So I'm, I'm going to say that this is the game we'll, where uh, we'll see the backup quarterback and I'm going a loss. All right, we've got home game against Carolina. Yeah, um, I mean, who's really on Carolina? Probably CMC. Christian McCaffrey is the only good player on that team. So I'm going to go up and go with a win. Yeah, I like Sam Darnold a lot, but I'll agree with you because I think Giants are the better team. They've they've proven that they're pretty good, so I'll go uh, Giants victory. And then we've got Monday night against the one of the defending Super Bowl teams, second best team in the league, probably uh, Kansas City. That's probably a loss. <laughs> this is where the, the season takes a turn for the worst, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I have a loss as well. I mean, if you're really want to play it safe, you never go up against, you never bet against Kansas City. So, I mean, Mahomes is predicting a perfect season. And I, I believe it every year. Road, uh, no, a home game against the Las Vegas Raiders. I have that one. I would say Giants. I'd be more likely to pick Giants, so I'll pick Giants uh, win. Yeah, John Gruden, I'm not a fan of his. And uh, sorry, there's a rainstorm right now, so this is <laughs> terrible. But I'm not a big fan of uh, John Gruden. And I think that the fact that you have the Giants going up against him and Derek Carr and I don't know. I don't I don't see it happening. I, I see the Giants destroying them. And it's a one o'clock game and it's home. So we'll definitely go with the Giants. I think Raiders could be good, but they're just like doing Raiders things. So they're like almost good, but never are good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're the best probably eight and eight team in, in football every yeah. year. Week 10 is their bye, and then they get to play Tampa on Monday night, the Super Bowl champions. I will go with the Super Bowl champions. That's at Tampa. I am yes. going – this is going to be the craziest upset of the season. 
the uh, the Achilles heel for Tom Brady is the New York Giants. And I am going with the New York Giants to win this game. Just the fact that I have no, no uh, reasons to back it up, but coming off of a bye week, I feel like they have time to prepare for Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's got to fail at some point. Yeah. I think this is the season that he starts to slow down. It's got to be. They played him tough last year. Exactly. So they almost they almost won. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think they have it. I th- really do think they have it in the bag. I mean, the Tampa Bay won this year, and it kind of gives them, you know, a little bit of oh, you know, we're better than you, and like we think we know it, but in fact, like they're gonna have like the Super Bowl hangover, and they're not going to be, you know, better than the New York Giants or a lot of teams. I think Tom Brady is going to slow down a bit. Week 12, it is a home game against Philly. I have that one as a win. Yeah, I think Philly is probably the worst team in the NFC East this year, and I as well have that as a win. Um, I just think that Philly, Jalen Hurts, I'm not confident about Jalen Hurts. I'm not really confident in, you know, 75% rushing quarterbacks 25 percent passing um that's why i don't really like lamar jackson so i'm uh definitely gonna go with the giants winning this one i don't believe in philly at all all right then we have at miami week 13 i think i will go with miami with this one yeah um a lot of question marks here is tua you know your franchise quarterback is he not is he i don't know um but they did get a little bit better with the the uh, wide receiver position this season. You know, I finally think Devontae Parker is going to be the number two receiver, which is good for him. But I am going with Miami as well. So it'll be interesting to see how good Tua is. But I think they Absolutely. have a strong team regardless. So week yeah. 14 at the Chargers. And we're going back to back losses, I think, for the first time this season, for me at least. Um, Chargers are a good team this year. And uh, Justin Herbert is going to improve tremendously. So um, I'm going to go with a loss, but it's at home. So, oh, no, it's at LA. LA, So that could be a, uh, you know, that's more of a reason to go with the Chargers. Yeah. I like Justin Herbert a lot. I think a lot of people do since he was really good last year. Uh, I'll go Chargers. I said I'd go Chargers as well. So moving on to week 15 versus Dallas. I picked Dallas for their home game. So I'll pick giants for this one. That's interesting. I'm going opposite. So I picked, I picked the giants for Dallas's home game and I'm actually picking Dallas for the giants home game. So um, the reason why is Dak Prescott's going to figure it out in week 15. And I think that, you know, the, the giants have no answer. So that's actually three in a row losses for me. And that's typical giants kind of, you know, not being clutch and, and losing some games. And week 16 at Philadelphia, I think they'll sweep Philly. So I have that as a Giants win. And I have that as a Giants win as well. Philly is a good bounce back team to go up against, especially against tough teams, you know, previous weeks. So they're going to kind of team up against Philly. Week 17, it'll be interesting. I figure Justin Fields will be playing this game by now for the Bears. But they've got Bears at Chicago week 17. I still think I got Giants 
on a win streak. You know, they're, they're, they're getting hot. I'll pick Giants. I still think they'd be better than the Bears. You know, what's interesting is the Giants traded away, I believe it was the eighth pick this year. I think, or no, the 11th pick, excuse me. They traded away the 11th pick to the Chicago Bears to give a, uh, to give them Justin Fields. And the Chicago Bears traded away their first overall, first round pick for this upcoming season. So if the Chicago Bears kind of tank this year, the New York Giants will um, get a better draft pick as well. So I'm going with the Giants to win this game. And uh, really just, they have to win it. That's a must-win game. You don't want to give them a better draft spot than, than they already have. So that's a uh, win for the Giants. Capping off the season week 18 versus Washington is a home game. So I will pick Giants to finish the season strong with a win. Yeah, I'm going opposite again, too. Um, I think that the Washington football team is – it's a good team. And I think that they're going to actually beat the giants in, in week 17 or week 18, excuse me. I'm not used to saying that yet. Yeah. Um, I think that they're just a, they're a good team. And I think that they're going, they're going to win. I mean, they have a good defense and giants usually don't really need to play in this game because uh, of what I have them, their record in. So I'm going to have them losing to the football team. That's true. I didn't thought they maybe would. I didn't factor in they may be able to sit, guys. But I will stick with them winning. All right. What do you think their overall record will be? So I have them as 10 and 7. And I think that's accurate. I think that's a good place for them with the improvements that they made, both on the offense and defensive end. I think that the the Giants are just going to take a good step in the right direction and just be – a dominant team. So I have high expectations of them. Obviously I um, usually don't, but with the people that they got in free agency and into the draft, I think that they're just a better team this year. I have them. Well, I think the safe bet is nine and eight. I think it's like a 30% chance they could go uh, 10 and seven or like a 30% chance they could go uh, seven and 10, but I think the most chance would be nine and eight. Um, and that would most likely be good enough to make the playoffs. So, Well, that's a great, great slot to have them in, especially because it's a tough division. I would say the NFC East is probably the best division in all of football. But um, it's, it's going to be an interesting year. It really is. So we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. We still have until September to find out. Yeah. I would bet that they could uh, make the playoffs this year, especially with the extra team, though. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, the extra game kind of helps. It, it's, you know, it, it's nice to have that because it gives you more time, I guess, to kind of figure it out. I just kind of ask myself, is it really worth, worth it because of the injuries that could happen? But, you know, you get more football, which is nice. Yeah. All right. Do you have any final thoughts on the Giants or final thoughts in general? Yeah, my final thoughts are definitely like, what's what's next? What's going to happen next? So it seems like, I don't know if it's because I'm, you know, we're sitting at home a little bit more or what's going on with that. But it seems like, you know, more and more, like these players are getting frustrated with their teams. They want out. They want, you know, they want like change. Um, so we have a lot to really, you know, see what's going to happen. Aaron Rodgers could be uh, going to a new franchise. 
Same with Julio Jones. We don't have Drew Brees anymore. So this season's going to be, you know, there's a lot of change and, you know, it's going to be interesting and I'm expecting big things in the next couple of months. So we'll see. Right, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Aaron and Julio and possibly some other guys as <laughs> he gets traded. But it'll be an interesting offseason uh, leading up to the start of the season. Once again, it was um, nice to have you on the podcast. Yeah, no, thank you again for having me. Uh, I'm sorry for all the uh, the video interruptions and stuff. Uh, can't, can't, I guess you can't predict weather, too, so... Sorry about that again. Dude's a sports expert. He's not a meteorologist. All right. With that, we will wrap up this week's edition of Out of Our End Zone. Stay tuned for more time. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Out of Our Own End Zone. As a reminder, we can be contacted on social media at Out of Our Own End Zone on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also, we can be listened to on any site that podcasts can be heard. Once again, the team at Out of Our Own End Zone would like to thank you for your listenership and have a nice day. <laughs>